Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors in over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. Good evening. Happy Hump Day. Woohoo! Hump Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We might be finally getting over the hump towards some heads rolling at the Deep State Department of Justice and FBI. Talk about exploding. Child, it is hitting the fan tonight. And we will, I think we're about to finally see whether or not Bill Barr is actually the new sheriff in town that we thought he was going to be or whether or not he's another Jeff Sessions. We got so much to talk about tonight. We've got the Deep State hitting the fan. Well, I don't know if heads are going to roll there. We've got um, de Blasio targeting. Flynn was targeted and framed. We've got de Blasio targeting Jewish people in New York. Um, some people are, are saying that it's time for heads to roll at the on the White House task force. So uh, Fauci's in the sights of some people. So we got lots of ground to cover tonight. We've got joining us to discuss all this and more is Congressman Andy Biggs from the 5th District of Arizona, who was right out front of everybody to reopen America. And I want to get his take on Flynn being framed and set up. We've got Daniel Greenfield, the Sultan Kanish blog. He's been on here quite a few times in the past to talk about the the blatant anti-Semitism on the part of de Blasio. I mean, people are saying, without being hyperbolic, how similar what's going on in New York with the targeting of Jews for their protection, by the way, uh, how similar it is to, I don't know, late 1930s Germany. I'm not the one making that comparison, but a whole lot of people are. Anyway, glad to have you guys here with me. I am Andrea Kay, Dynamite and Address, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week here from 6 to 7 on The Answer San Diego. 888-344-1170. Uh, the push to reopen everywhere is getting more and more and more. Kushner said uh, today, Jared Kushner said that he, and on behalf of the administration, obviously, he, you know, he was put in charge of the task force to reopen. And, and I think the Trump administration, in spite of the three-phase plan rollout stuff that uh, they, he allowed Burks and Fauci to get behind, he's signaling at, through Kushner today, as well as other things that have happened. Kushner said, we expect that America is back to normal, not a new normal, back to normal by June. And man, we need that more than ever. And I want to hear from you. Do you expect us to be back normal by by mid-June? How are you doing with this? 888-344-1170. If you want to chime in on any of the topics of the day or anything else, somebody emailed me at com. said she's concerned about one segment of the workforce here, a sector. And I said, hey, you want to call in and talk about it on the show? Support the, the industry here in San Diego? Absolutely. The phones are open. Um, in the second half of the show, if you guys want to call in, 888-344-1170. And the man who will take your calls, in spite of the fact that he's got his mask on and he's well more than six feet away from me. I think I just saw some gloves, too. Although the glo- those gloves are looking a little bit too much like OJ gloves. Do those, fit? Do those gloves fit? If the, if the gloves don't fit, you must acquit. Well, if the framing don't fit around Flynn, you must pardon him and you must actually begin to prosecute some of these criminals in the deep state. 
But before I get into that, I got to bring in my man who's wearing some OJ like gloves over there in the booth. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. We are delighted to be joined by a lifelong friend, incredible guy, tough guy, somebody with a tremendous heart, also. But he is strong, he can take it. DJ Carrot Sticks. The very liberal girls in BB said they would give me no love unless I had mask and gloves. Oh, hey, now we're a rated G show. Let's keep it classy here, my friend. Let's keep it classy. Um, speaking of that, you know, at some time maybe throughout the show, uh, I don't think you ever gave us your perspective on what you saw at the PB rally. Pacific Beach, for those of you not I just told it. you a little bit that it was crazy that it was, you know, the, the pastor buyers were, were – screaming at them and whatnot but it, it for the most part the people that attended it i mean there was about six to seven hundred people there and and i was surprised a lot of families yeah well yeah because you know what uh one in four san diegans before i get into the flynn situation gotta update everybody on here uh we're, more people laid off from palomar health uh one in four san diegans are unemployed the where guess where the most hard hard hardest hit areas of san diego from an employment standpoint are Gee, let me think. Um, Golden Hill, San Ysidro, and I think Chula Vista. Guess what primarily those areas are? Ain't Rancho Santa Fe. No, it's families. It's lower to middle, mid to lower class families. Probably Minorities. A lot of people that work in the service industry. A lot of people work in the service industry and these and hospitality industries. Yeah. Um. No excuse for why we have not reopened San Diego. No excuse whatsoever. Andy Biggs is going to be on a little bit to talk about that. But I've got to, I've got to open by talking about Flynn. On last night's show, uh, we, uh, Sydney Powell on Friday, actually. Y'all know Sydney. She's been on the show a million times. Uh, she filed a motion in court. Uh, we've already talked a little bit about that. There was exculpatory evidence that was withheld, not just on the part of the government, but on the part of Flynn's own law firm that, that he paid a retainer to, to defend him. So that the, so much that went on with Flynn that involves the government, including his representation is coming to light today. What has been done to this war hero is absolutely abominable. I don't have enough words to explain it, at least not in any way that's even PG. Let alone, I, I can't even describe it. Okay, so we've already talked about the fact exculpatory evidence was withheld by his own law firm. Their excuse was is they didn't put the search, they didn't do the search right in their system in order to pull all the documents for him. We also are finding out today that his law firm, which, uh, by the way, the senior partner of the law firm is that was hired to represent him is none other than Eric Holder. So, the, so to me, the only thing, the biggest mistake that Flynn made well, he made he made he made a couple mistakes. First of all, was trusting the FBI, trusting the U.S. government. Second of all, was trusting a law firm that was in any way associated with Eric Holder. This law firm who took his money, withheld exculpatory evidence, and then we find out today that the that Congress, who has a, who has immunity power, offered him a prosecutorial immunity if he would come and answer questions before Congress, and they did not go to General Flynn and offer him the the right to accept that. Didn't even tell him. Then they did a secret deal that wasn't disclosed to the courts where basically he copped this plea deal lie to, uh, and, uh, uh, about lying, pled guilty to lying to keep his son from being prosecuted, but they withheld that from the court. Then we find out today, today, 
what, what the proof of what we already knew. We knew he was targeted. We knew he was framed. Jim Comey came out and laughed about it. Ha ha ha. Yeah, we, we what we did didn't follow protocol. We knew we couldn't get away with this with any organized administration. So yeah, um, I sent my people there to interview him uh, without him realizing that he was the subject of an investigation. Ha ha ha. Gee, it's so funny that you targeted a war hero. What we're finding out today is that it's even worse than that. Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, and others, actually, there's handwritten notes that shows they said that they were targeting him for the purpose of getting him to lie so that they could get him prosecuted or get him fired. What we don't know is really why they hated him so much, but I guess I can only, and why they decided to target him at this point, I can only surmise that it's because, remember when Valerie Jarrett and Obama said they've got their, they've got their enemies list and people will pay the price? For being on their enemies list? Flynn dared to go up against Obama when it came to the war on terror. I'm just I'm just connecting dots here. I don't have any evidence of that. But here's what evidence we do have is that the United States government, the top law enforcement agency in the land, headed by Jim Comey. Comey's the one who sent him there. And before they went there, he they pressured Flynn to not have an attorney present. They went there for the purpose of getting some way in which they could take him down. The proof is there. We can see the handwritten notes. What I don't understand is why it took so long from from the Trump administration's Department of Justice, first with Jeff Sessions, and even now under A.G. Barr and an FBI run by Christopher Wray for why we're just now getting this information. I also want to know why we have already not had Andrew McCabe, who was a part of this, as, as the evidence was revealed, was a part of this, why A.G. Barr declined to prosecute. He should have, he should have already, he, there should, why is there already not a, why didn't he, why isn't he already at the microphones tonight talking about this? Any of these people still have clearances? Any of these people still on the payroll? Any of these people getting, getting a pension off the, off the backs of the U.S. taxpayers after they targeted a war hero for the specific purposes of destroying him personally and professionally and, and to criminally get him prosecuted? We cannot let this stand in the United States of America. We thought we were a part of a banana republic, uh, you know, uh, with what's going on with these, these lockdowns and shutdowns. We've been a banana republic for a while if this, if this has been going on. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in Congressman Andy Biggs to talk about uh, reopening America. We've got to get that open. He, he's written an op-ed with uh, regarding that it's time to say goodbye to the pocket pinko Fauci. We're going to talk about that. And I also want to get Congressman Biggs, uh, see if he's seen these latest uh, breaking news on, on General Flynn. So stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Business owners, your friends here at The Answer San Diego know how hard it is for business owners like you to find the time and the budget to promote your business to all of San Diego County. 
Well, we have a solution. The Answer San Diego is giving away to one local business owner a grand prize of a $2,500 advertising schedule right here on The Answer San Diego. What would you say in your very own custom radio commercial? Here's your chance. Just go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for contest rules. This important message is for anyone experiencing financial hardship and owes back taxes to the IRS or has unfiled tax returns. Recent events have caused massive job layoffs and financially burdened millions. While tough times will go away, the IRS won't. At Community Tax, we're on top of evolving IRS collection policies that could make it easier to resolve tax problems and dramatically lower monthly payments. If you're facing a serious loss of income, you may qualify for IRS hardship programs that may lower your monthly payments or provide dramatic tax savings. For taxpayers who owe less than $250,000 and are in a payment arrangement with the IRS, new guidelines could lower your payments substantially. Community Tax has decades of experience helping taxpayers with IRS collections. So call our helpline today for your free consultation and learn what programs you qualify for. Call 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. Wouldn't it be nice to have best friends who also happen to be doctors? Dr. Tess Mauricio, renowned board-certified dermatologist, cosmetic surgeon, and regenerative medicine pioneer, along with her Stanford Medical School classmate and husband of 22 years, healthy living expert Dr. James will be your doctor best friends. Join Dr. Tess and Dr. James Sundays at 10 a.m. to get advice and your questions answered. Don't miss Soul to Skin MD, Sundays at 10 a.m. on The Answer San Diego. Red states versus blue, urban versus rural. As federal government keeps growing bigger, we the people are getting angrier when our side doesn't win. Are we at risk of becoming a nation permanently divided? In his latest book, Power to the States, How Federalism 2.0 Can Make America Governable Again, talk show host and author Bob Zadek explores factions and divisions that are inevitable and a solution that's been there in the Constitution all along. Power to the States features conversations with top scholars, statesmen, and a sitting state Supreme Court judge. Bob and his guests show how liberals and and conservatives are rediscovering the virtues of federalism where states become laboratories of democracy and citizens vote with their feet when they don't like what government is doing. Order your copy of Power to the States at BobZadek.com today. Z-A-D-E-K. A house divided can't stand, but healthy competition between the states can make America more prosperous than ever before. Power to the States, how federalism 2.0 can make America governable again. Available now at BobZadek.com. That's BobZadek.com. With all the uncertainty going on, the only thing we know to be certain is that your electric bills are going to go up, especially with everyone being encouraged to stay home for who knows how long. And don't forget, the high summer bills are right around the corner. Our consultants are ready and able to propose your system over the phone and by email. Take this extra time to get your solar or roofing questions answered. Call the local name you can trust. Call Palomar Solar and Roofing at 760-504-0388 or palomarsolar.com. Let's beat COVID-19. We got this, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Whoo, I needed that break because my hair was about to burst into flames. I was about to self, I, what is it, combustible, self-combust? Is that the term, DJ Carrot Sticks? You didn't even know what, 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 whether I needed a battery or a starter last night. Why am I asking you? I said battery. Oh, that, oh well, okay, good, good guess. All right. Uh, thanks for being with me tonight. I'm super excited to have uh, Andy, Congressman Andy Biggs back with me. He has been a leader on the Reopen America movement. 
And he also wrote an op-ed. I posted it yesterday on Facebook. So go back to my Facebook page and scroll for that. Uh, He uh, is saying that it's time to say thank you. Thank you next to the Pocky Pinko Fauci. My words, not his. And uh, he joins me now to discuss reopening America. Congressman Biggs, thanks for being back on the Andrea K. Show. Good to be with you, Andrea. Before we talk about reopening America, there's breaking news tonight involving uh, General Flynn and um, handwritten notes that appear to show proof that Flynn was targeted and framed and for the purpose of destroying him politically, professionally, and to get him prosecuted. I don't know if you've had a chance to review this, but I wanted to give you an opportunity to make a statement or, or respond. Yeah, no, I have I've looked at uh, 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 public news sources about it. I actually spoke to uh, one of the investigative reporters that worked on this uh, up for a long time earlier today. Uh, it, this, is the, this is the type of thing that breeds a justifiably so mistrust in uh, these agencies, these police agencies. I don't blame all of the police, but I certainly look at the highest levels here, and you see this uh, political corruption that was going on. This was not an investigation being done because there was a uh, probable cause to believe a crime had been committed. This was an investigation being done uh, of, a, of an individual hoping to entrap him uh, and ruin him politically, ruin the Trump administration politically if possible, and to uh, bring this guy into, uh, uh, in, into a criminal action. That's what they were trying to do. And as this goes forward, and, and I've been told that there will be additional information coming out bit by bit, and you add this to the Inspector General's recent findings with regard to a sample of 42 cases uh, where every one of them uh, was, had faults in them and mm-hmm. some of them downright uh, criminal misconduct, on the part of our uh, police apparatus in Washington, D.C., for political purposes. Then you begin to say, uh, we can't have secret courts. We have to have due process. We have to open up and be transparent. And we've got to devolve, quite frankly, uh, some of the power that has been arrogated in Washington, D.C. to the states. This is absolutely rotten. This is... Um, I, to see this proof tonight, I mean, we, I, I've been asking from the jump. One of the first things I said at the very beginning of this was on what probable cause did a sitting uh, Democrat uh, uh, president launch the surveillance of the opposition party campaign and his people? And there has, to this date, there has no, not been any probable cause revealed whatsoever. From Crossfire Hurricane to targeting of Flynn uh, to the special counsel, it has been, uh, you know, nothing but the, the Mueller. Mueller knew the second he walked in that there was no, that there was no there there, that there was no evidence of any collusion on the part of anybody. It was all a, and I think the notes that were Lisa, that were revealed today with Lisa Page saying that, that uh, the primary, uh, one main concern was to protect the institution. I think that says it all. Um, there is no trust in the institutions at this point. I think that one of the reasons why they, they've sought um, to do all of this was about undermining 
It was about trying to set Hillary Clinton up to win by damaging the Trump campaign during the campaign general election time period. It was about an insurance policy to remove him from office if he if he did win. And every bit of that has been there's never been any probable cause, which to me means it's all been the fruit of the poisonous tree. And every bit of this, no, none of these prosecutions should have been allowed to go forward. And, you know, at what point can we begin to have trust in even um, A.G. Barr and his Department of Justice, as well as Christopher Ray's FBI, who has sat back and continued to stonewall the production of documents? Yeah, I mean, great points. Look, I, I just make I'll make three quick points. Number one, uh, I don't know if you saw the breaking news on Christopher Steele in England uh, in a case. Uh, he's testified. Now, he, everything he says should be taken with a grain of salt, but he has said that Hillary Clinton was briefed, Susan Rice was briefed on what he was doing, and the FBI knew that he was doing research on oppo- opposition for Hillary Clinton when this all began as early as July 2016. Mm-hmm. That's important to remember. Uh, the second and third thing are dealing with Christopher Ray. Christopher Ray has disappointed me repeatedly. Uh, we have requests uh, uh, for declassification of documents that have been in for a long time, and we have also uh, asked for uh, questions, and we get stonewalled on that as well. And, and Attorney General Barr uh, actually needs to bring uh, justice to bear and these people need to be prosecuted. That's point three. If you want to restore credibility to your institutions, then you have to treat people the same way you and I would be treated. We would be prosecuted. And actually, if you're a Republican uh, under a Democrat um, regime, you are definitely going to get prosecuted for things. And they're going mm-hmm. to set you up like they did Flynn if you are, have the potential to be in power. And that is really dangerous. And I'm hoping that uh, Barr... With the Durham, if we ever get the Durham stuff, I keep I keep being told I'm waiting for Godot. I'm you know yeah. they tell me something's going to happen. I am hopeful that the Durham uh, investigation will conclude soon. There'll be reports and there'll be indictments. Well, there needs to, and it needs to include Comey, who was behind the setting up of, of yeah. Flynn and, and instructing that meeting as well. Got to get into reopening America, and I thank you so much. I follow you on Twitter and. Your arguments for reopening Arizona and reopening this country, I mean, could not be more lucid, more persuasive, more fact-based. You know, today you're tweeting about somebody who's coughing up blood and he can't, and his, his procedure or surgery is considered, you know, elective. We're laying off 300 nurses and hospital workers at our hospitals here in San Diego and um, because that's how few COVID cases we have. Um, meanwhile, people that actually are, you know, showing indications of cancer or may not even be having any, any indication of cancer, just, you know, you, the purpose of the screenings and mammograms, et cetera, uh, colonoscopies is to catch it early. But, you know, what, what are we doing here, Congressman Biggs? There's no other way at this point, no other conclusion you can draw, but that these shutdowns at this point, even if you believe that they were done with good intentions initially, at this point, it is nothing but about seizing power and control over us and exploiting it for political gain. And right now we're finding out our food supply chain is now compromised. We got to reopen America, Congressman Biggs. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I think we're we're late to the party of reopening, but we should reopen. I mean, in air, so you've mentioned food supply chain. Yes, uh, Tyson uh, um, uh, put out put that on the New York Times and the Washington Post Sunday. Uh, I had been told that that actually about three weeks ago by an expert, and I didn't believe him. I said, "Oh, that really can't be," because uh, the one thing you can't have is you can't you can't have your food supply uh, supply chain compromised because while everything else is being shut down. You, you have to uh, 
uh, allow people to, to eat because uh, to do otherwise is that really submarines the morale and the psyche of the of the society, and you and you really don't want that. That's a huge problem. But here in Arizona, for instance, ventilators. We have we use about 22 or 23 percent of the ventilators in our state, and that's been consistent for weeks now and months. And um, and the FEMA has said we're not going to give you more unless you need them. We don't need them apparently. Our ICUs are running about 68, 70 percent full. That means you got 30 percent occupancy. That means you you have room should should the surge. The models keep getting changed in Arizona. They told us last week would be the the spike. It wasn't the spike. And it isn't spiking. The curve is flattened out. The experts told us when the curve gets flattened, we flatten out the curve. I mean, that's what all the celebrities were on TV. You know, you're watching the Hallmark Channel, and, and believe me, uh, uh, you, you can't watch enough Hallmark Channel. But but if you watch the Hallmark Channel, all the all the actors and actresses come they they come out and they're saying, uh, let's bend the curve down, let's flatten the curve. We flatten the curve. But now what it is is nobody can get sick. We don't want anybody to get sick. And if nobody, if somebody, anybody could get sick, then we're going to keep it closed. And that is really, uh, uh, basically, uh, it, it, it really takes away the hope, takes away the faith of America. And, and uh, I, I, know, I know a lot of people say, look, we should, stay, we should stay closed up. But guess what? If you were without all the money that the feds were giving you, and you were the one watching your business go down the tubes, and your life savings go, and if you mm-hmm. couldn't find enough resources to, to get the food and, and the shelter for your families, you would be saying, we need to go back to work. And I'm afraid we're going to wait so long that it's going to do irreparable harm to, our, to the foundations of this economy and to our uh, constitutional rights. I'm sorry, you got me on a rant there, Andrew. No, well, I'm glad. I, I, you know, I couldn't have said it better, and that's exactly where we are. I mean, when we, when we're, you know, uh, supposedly for public health, they are cre- actually creating not just an economic crisis, but an actual health crisis in the form of mental mm-hmm. health crisis. And now in the form of, I can't think of a, I can't think of a, a, a worse health issue to have than starvation when we got empty shelves coming. Or, you know, the, the party that wants to tell us we should eat gluten free and organic and do farm to table is now created a food supply chain and all anybody's going to be able to eat is canned foods full of, of um, preservatives and sodium. Uh, they've created a health crisis in the form of shutting down hospitals. Uh, and now people, what's going to happen when they do reopen them for non-essential, uh, non-essential procedures? We're not even going to have hospitals ready to do any colonoscopies or anything. This has been, Dennis Prager said yesterday, he's a host here at, at Salem, and said yesterday that he thought that these lockdowns, that it was time to say that these lockdowns have been the worst, mis- human, worst mistake in human history. Agree or disagree? We're out of time. you agree or disagree? Top five. Top five, perhaps. Yeah. Absolutely. Congressman Biggs, thank you so much for being here and weighing in on these topics and for all you do for freedom. Thank you. Keep fighting the fight. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to switch gears and talk about what happened in New York. Another breaking bombshell story today of the flat-out targeting of Jews in New York. Daniel Greenfield, Sultan Kanish blog is going to be here. And uh, hopefully you'll be here, too. Come on back. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. 
Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. Reality show. Oh, surprise, another reality show. And another show with Chicago in the title. If you're not going to pick something, just turn it off. Face it, there's nothing good on TV, so turn it off. And turn on The Answer San Diego. Weeknights at 8, it's Dennis Prager. Then at 9, you'll hear Sebastian Gorka. Then at 10 p.m., listen to Larry Elder. The Answer, San Diego's primetime lineup. Weeknights from 8 till 11, Prager, Gorka, and Elder. Turn off the TV and spend your weeknights with The Answer San Diego. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge, and you'll have the opportunity to win $5,000 in cash for you and $5,000 to share your kindness with a deserving organization. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans, saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderland Cybersecurity, protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. That's the answer, San Diego.com. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days. Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th, journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world. And you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. 
If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 exciting days. Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from Holy Scripture. Reserve your spot today. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Streaming now on The Answer San Diego app and radio.com. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay show. Glad to have you guys uh, with me. Remember back, uh, wind back Wednesday, back to when uh, President Trump won the election. Immediately it was... There's going to be hate crimes like crazy from Trump supporters against, um, uh, you know, everybody, every minority. And, you know, Trump's the, the party of skinheads and the white supremacist. And, you know, if you want to, you know, it's it, every Nazi, 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 you know, effigies of Trump as Nazi all over the place. He has been he has been called Hitler and referred to as Hitler, uh, you know, almost every day, 365 days a year. But is Trump really the one that's that uh, that is behind any any? First of all, it never materialized any of the hate crimes on, on behalf of Trump supporters. Hate crimes are on the rise in New York. Anti-Semitism is on the rise across this country. And to see Mayor de Blasio tweet out specifically targeting the Jewish community, threatening them with prosecutions if they leave their house. Meanwhile, mosques are open for business. People can go into a mosque for daily prayer. And New York City is handing out halal meals, 400 plus halal meals every day to Muslims. What is going on in New York? Joining me now to discuss this is Daniel Greenfield, blogger from Sultan Kanish. Hi, Daniel. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you so much for having me on. I mean, to see people characterize him as, oh, just incompetent. He's so, you know, headline news, uh, the headlines to news articles all day. Incompetent Mayor de Blasio. Do you see this as incompetence, Daniel Greenfield, or anti-Semitism? It's clearly anti-Semitism because if you go back to de Blasio's history, um, he was associated with radical left-wing anti-Semitic causes. Um, back in the day, it's clear that he hasn't changed very much. And there's also a very blatant double standard. You mentioned the mosques. At the very beginning of this, his health department was telling people, sure, um, go to Chinatown for the parade. Uh, that's perfectly okay. Uh, you've had gang- vigils for after gangland shootings with no social distancing. There's been no police action whatsoever in this regard. Um, and yet at the same time, when there was a funeral that was actually approved by the mayor's office in the NYPD, he makes a big show of going down there in person and uh, pleading that he's going to, that he's sending a message to the Jewish community. So first of all, this was a deliberate setup. This was a, an attempt by him to show off his leadership. And second of all, it's a fundamentally anti-Semitic movement. The left is quite, quite hateful. Um, it hates Jews, it hates Christians, and this was an effort at showing you. We've seen um, a special crackdown on drive-in church services, even in various states. Um, we've seen a special crackdown on synagogues. Uh, meanwhile, mosques remain, as you mentioned, untouched. So this is a special animus toward Jews and Christians. Well, yeah, and, and I've been saying for a while since 9-11, actually, yeah, since 9-11, that there was a natural partnership between the Democrats and the Islamists because they all want a centralized system of power <clears throat> like um, what's happening now. They want, uh, you know, Marxism. They want to, you know, control everybody's lives. And Islam is a political ideology that hides behind a religious uh, component. It's not about some people are even characterizing de Blasio and what happened here 
any special accommodations for Muslims against Jews as though it's not just incompetence, but that it's also, oh, people are just too scared to stand up to them. No, this is about a partnership going on in this country between the Democrats and the Islamists for power. Um, what I, what I, I saw a tweet today, and I don't know if you know this, was, did, did, was Bill de Blasio's, de Blasio's name originally Warren Wilhelm? Have you heard this before? It was indeed. What is that was his original name. His actual father's last name was Wilhelm. Um, but taking on Bill de Blasio makes him sound much more ethnic, Italian-American. So he adopted that, and he made an excuse about how he had, didn't like his father so much. But yes, his actual name is Warren Wilhelm Jr. That is... so he would not have gotten, done nearly as well in politics if his, if his name was Warren Wilhelm Jr. Wow. The guy is a phony from way back. Well, yeah, you know, the hate crimes have, have uh, gone up since President Trump was elected, uh, particularly anti-Semitic hate crimes have gone on, particularly in New York. Uh, but it hasn't been Trump supporters, has it? Not so much. And, you know, the uh, pro-crime legislation that they passed in New York, which basically eliminated bail, allowed some of these people who attacked Jews to be out on the next day. So you had um, one woman who physically attacked Jews or shouting racial slurs, uh, not African-American, not a Trump supporter. Um, she was out the very next day. You had a man who tried to burn down a Jewish girl's school, started a fire. He was out the next day and he was committing yet another crime. This gentleman was white and a radical leftist. Meanwhile, didn't they also try to pass or did they pass some hate speech uh, crime laws in, in New York that you couldn't say anything that was considered uh, defamatory or you know mean about Islam? Yeah, it's a bizarre situation because these laws are completely unconstitutional. But, you know, we're living in a time where um, governments across the country seem to be have completely detached themselves from the Constitution. However, this would not stand up if you actually brought it to the Supreme Court. But at this point, yeah, uh, if this was a Republican mayor who had tweeted out targeting the Jewish community, if this had been Trump, what would have happened to them, Daniel Greenfield? Yeah, I mean, you know, it would have been uh, the topic, the default topic on CNN and the New York Times and Washington Post for a whole month. Uh, we've seen even uh, anybody who criticizes George Soros being falsely accused of anti-Semitism. Meanwhile, uh, you have the worst kinds of anti-Semitic rhetoric coming from Democrats, coming from the left, and there's absolutely no objection in that regard. And instead, they go out and they play defense for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill de Blasio, aside from even the anti-Semitism, his... Uh, mismanagement of the whole crisis from the very beginning uh, cost thousands of lives and made New York City into an epicenter of the hot zone. And there's been no consequences and nobody in the media holding these people accountable. Absolutely. You, one of your blog posts this week had to do with the nursing home. I talked about it last night. 40% average across the country, uh, it, 40% of the deaths have been in nursing homes. And nobody's talking about that. Then nobody wants to talk about that because it doesn't fit the narrative because Daniel Greenfield, they want to uh, they want to push the narrative that um, that we're all a bunch of human killing machines. Everybody, everybody who's who who encounters somebody without a mask who gets within six feet, um, you know, is going to is going to um, automatically, you know, kill us. And when the reality is, is that it really is. Forty uh, percent of the deaths are involving aged people with uh, compromised immune systems, and it's in nursing homes. So it's not a it's not a general population pandemic. It is specific to certain groups pandemic. And then on top of it, you've had in New York and California, you've had gross mismanagement, and in the form of hospitals being ordered to send COVID patients who are positive and still contagious seniors back to nursing homes. Yes. 
That's absolutely true. Politicians had a choice at the very beginning. They could have protected the people who are vulnerable, especially nursing homes, or they could just try to shut down the entire country. Uh, they made the very wrong decision. Right now, we just had 70 deaths in a senior nursing home run in Massachusetts that's run by the state. Uh, we're seeing this all across the country. Really, a lot of the death toll is concentrated in nursing homes. Um, you have people who are, as you mentioned, uh, the state uh, health departments in New York and California both ordered nursing homes to accept um, patients who are coming back with coronavirus. Uh, they banned even actually doing testing as a condition for admission. Now these nursing homes are already kind of uh, short of people. Um, you have people, you have staffers who are working in multiple facilities. They're working on multiple floors, which means one person has it. The staff is carrying it around the facility, and that's it. Game over at that point. So you have really over 10,000 people. Um, the numbers are still coming in who are dying. And for, beyond even that fact, uh, there was a deliberate effort to cover this up, which meant that state health departments um, in Michigan and Illinois and New York and New Jersey were refusing to even tell loved ones um, if there was an actually a coronavirus outbreak at their particular facility. Yeah, um, it's just every, everything about the way that this has been handled is just absolutely intentionally destructive of our country for power. It's a, it's abominable. And because you're right, they could have protected. It was clear by the time it started hitting us that it was clear who, who the, the low risk were and who the high risk were and that we could be surgical. We could protect the people that needed to be protected without causing wide wholesale economic financial destruction, destruction of lives um, that could be permanent of this country, as well as creating a healthcare crisis with hospitals like in San Diego d- that just laid off 300 workers. We've got empty hospitals everywhere. Meanwhile, people can't get surgeries that they need. I got a friend of mine with a, with has been waiting for six months to get a back surgery because she's in excruciating pain and can't get it. So we need to reopen this country immediately. Daniel Greenfield, thank you so much for being here. Everybody, y'all need to go to and uh, read his blog, Sultan Kanish. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for what you do. All right. Thank you. Okay. So, um, yeah, um, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to, I had a listener reach out to me. She's concerned about a sector of industry that is in here in California. It's the, it's one industry that is immediately opened in Georgia, but it's the industry in San Diego, the sector in with, in California that they're holding off to be phase four and a listener reached out to me and said she wanted to call in and talk about it and she will be next so stay tuned for that and more don't go away be sure to follow andrea k on twitter at andrea k show and follow her on facebook and like her fan page at andrea k spelled k-a-y-e many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s pressure to achieve the competitiveness the anxiety to fit in and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today in bob walter's book facing reality in american education he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are for students to discover their gifts and talents to excel and be all they can be i'm sure you agree purchase your copy of facing reality in american education today at amazon.com the first amendment and the very idea of free speech are under attack in america hey it's ed martin of the pro-america report and the number one political documentary of 2019 
No Safe Spaces is now available to watch at home at nosafespaces.com. This is a movie Hollywood doesn't want you to see, so you won't find it on any streaming service. It's just not out there. It's only available for this limited time at nosafespaces.com. No Safe Spaces stars our very own Dennis Prager and comedian and podcast king Adam Carolla, and they reveal how America has become a dangerous place to speak your mind and share ideas. And these guys, they do it in an entertaining and a powerful way. It's no wonder why critics have called No Safe Spaces smart, vital, urgent, and one of the most important documentaries that you need to see today. Use offer code SAVE25. That's SAVE25 for a 25% discount. Support this film. It shares our American values. Visit nosafespaces.com today. Hi, Dennis Prager. Are you concerned that your home is losing equity with what's going on? We've seen this uncertainty before. The best advice I can give you is to talk to a major real estate authority, Jim Buttrell, Marine Corps veteran, broker, and founder of Ardent Real Estate Services. I trust Jim. Call him and get the facts about how your home value is being affected since the statewide shutdown. He's averaged selling a home every single day using a safe home selling system to keep both buyers and sellers safe. Jim will guarantee to sell your home or he'll buy it. Guaranteed. He can also get you a rapid cash offer. So with all of the uncertainty in today's market, there's no better time to have an expert on your side to give you answers. So call Jim Bottrell at 800-498-SOLD. 800-498-SOLD. Call Jim Bottrell and your home will sell. 800-498-SOLD. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary? A bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days. Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th. Journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world. And you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks in broadly higher today. Advancedly declines 5 to 1. The average is up 2.5%. And one day to go in April. April's the best month on Wall Street in 46 years. Coronavirus hysteria easing a bit in America is slowly going back to work. And since to open 49 shopping centers and malls next week, we'll see if anybody shows up shop. As uh, first quarter GDP down 4.8%. Spending 1.3%. Inflation up 1.8%. All price in by the 40% decline to the March lows on the market. And it really looks ugly in the second quarter. But good luck what the White House sees. A 20% or more sharp economic recovery in the second half of the year. The Fed remains a friend. Zero interest rates and so on. Oil prices up $3.1524 as Contango spreads narrow a bit. Thus on hopes for demand. But oversupply and escalating storage costs continue. Boeing up 8 points. A bad first quarter. More is already priced in. Bill Holland with the end. On Wall Street. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, part of what's been so um, Marxist about this whole, so unconstitutional. Everything about these shutdowns and lockdowns, not only do they not make sense, they're completely unconstitutional. Who, who, 
why would anybody support the notion that the government gets to decide what business is essential and what business is not essential? You know what, what jobs are essential and businesses are essential? The ones that generate income and revenue and feed people's kids. And that includes hair salons and nail salons and all these businesses that Gavin Newsom and Nathan Fletcher here in San Diego think are so non-essential. Uh, they're, they're quite essential, I know, because my hair gal herself really needs to be back in the studio, back in her salon, doing, doing hair. And so joining me now, actually, I got an email from uh, a listener of the show about this topic, and I'm glad that she contacted me. She's reached out to media. She's reached out to local officials to discuss this, uh, getting these businesses that are considered non-essential back open and operating, and she joins me now. Hey, Laura, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, thank you so much for hearing me and for listening and helping out this profession. I feel like they, you know, their voice is just not heard, and I can't understand why they're not considered essential workers. I mean, are the the health of our nails, our hair, our skin? I mean, how is that not considered essential? I don't know, and I don't know who's making these decisions as to who's essential and who's not essential. But I wanted to. I'm trying to make as much noise as I can for these people because you know my hairstylist too. I mean. You know, she's like, what am I going to do? And, you know, mm-hmm. they're um, self-employed. That You know, it's just recently they were able to apply for unemployment. Um, it just is it's a, a profession, I feel like, that everybody is just kind of overlooking. So I wanted to, mm-hmm. um, you know, get some noise out there for them. And they have, they can totally practice social distancing and strong hygiene. They can wear masks. A lot of them already wear gloves because they're dealing with chemicals and they can do the same things at grocery stores and Target and Walmart and the car repair shops and any business that's deemed essential. They can do the same things with and be open. And I I just really feel like there should be some reconsideration. And now with the stay at home order being an indefinite, who knows yeah. you know, what's going to happen. Well, yeah. And Newsom has said that he wants Trump, the Trump administration put out a, a three phase uh, Gavin Newsom comes out with a four phase and says it's going to be weeks until we can even begin phase two. And they've got hair salons and nail salons and massage places, um, these kinds of uh, personal services as a phase four. So what, I'm supposed yes. to go eight months without getting my hair done? Um, you know, uh, and it's and so much of it is based on, and I'm glad you're making noise about hair salons in these businesses because you're right. They they are essential. They're essential for people's physical health. They're also essential for people's psychological and mental health. So what we've now exactly. got a government telling us that how our appearance we don't we don't have a right to control our own appearance and how we how we look and what we do with our bodies. The same people that are like it's her body, her choice are basically controlling our bodies to the extent where we can't even go and get our hair done or get our nails done. On top of it, they're, they're completely disrespecting and a whole category of workers that are suffering, suffering exactly. financially, absolutely suffering. And on top of it, you're right, it doesn't make sense. This whole, But to me, uh, not only does it not make sense, the social distancing guidelines can absolutely be met with, with salons. My hair gal stands behind me when she's doing my hair. I'm sitting below her. She's up uh, above me behind me if she were to even um not have a mask on and sneeze all over me i don't think her sneeze her sneeze would have to reach around to get into my face i mean it's it's, it's, right you know what i'm talking about 
Yeah, it doesn't I do. even make I, sense. I, my AAA uh, came AAA came to put a battery in my car today, and he and he was able to do that and interact with me and got a lot closer to me than my hair gal would be. Part of exactly. my right. Um, I, I'm glad that they're able to now get some help relief financially, but I'm they still have to apply for it. And I've heard of people where they're it's getting denied. Um, right. And, and there are a lot of, um, you know, stylists and, you know, other beauty professionals that are, you know, doing it in secret, doing it underground because they have no other way to means to get money. So they're, you know, doing it, you know, in secret because what else are they going to do? I mean, and then I heard about the one salon in Riverside that said, well, forget this. I'm opening up. I, mm-hmm. I can't, you know, continue to wait. I mean, I think we just need to continue to make as much noise as we possibly can, mm-hmm. and hopefully somebody's going to hear and listen. I mean, it's just getting to be ridiculous. It is ridiculous, and I thank you for bringing attention to this. They want to shame us and make us seem so. And I, when I say I want to reopen America, oh, oh, you're just so shallow. You just want to go get your hair and your nails done. Uh, so they yeah. try to shame us for when we say that we think that, you know, forget it, it. It's Do I want to look good and have my hair done? Yeah, but it's more important to me that my hairstylist be able to feed her two kids. Exactly. And like I was furloughed from my um, employer They They do retail. So, um, you know, I've been home. Um, I'm looking for another job and I want to look my best when I'm interviewing, even though it's not in person, it's still they're seeing me on Zoom and I want to look my best and I can't look my best because I can't go, you know, to do these things. So they are totally essential. And when you're at the salon, they make you, you know, look and feel your best. So our mental health is Mm -hmm. thriving. They just don't understand, you know, the the importance of these people. So I'm trying to... Yeah. Thank you for calling in, Laura. And what everybody needs to do is start tweeting to uh, at Soup Fletcher. That's to Nathan Fletcher on Twitter at S.U.P. Fletcher. And uh, I've been tweeting at him daily. We we need to start bombarding uh, Newsom here in San Diego, Nathan Fletcher, as well as Mayor Kevin Faulkner. Got to leave it there, Laura. Thank you so much for calling in. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, a couple other people called in. We weren't able to take their calls. I think Frank said um, he called in. He's not on the line anymore. Comey, Clapper, and Brennan still have the highest FBI clearance levels. Yeah. Tell me, Comey, who leaked classified information, broke the law all over the place, now was a part of framing, framing not just an American citizen, but a war hero, a general. And in, uh, the, the National Security Administration, I think it was the National Security Chief or the NSA, NSA, National Security Advisor, flat out targeted for prosecution. And he's still got a, a, a clearance. And let me tell you, I don't believe for a second that Christopher Ray and even A.G. Barr, I don't believe for a second that they haven't known about this. I think they've known. And I think that they, Christopher Ray has been trying from the beginning to try to hide the depths of what has gone on here because he was concerned about the perception of the institution. That, that's what they care about. That's what this administrative state cares about. They don't care about the Constitution. They're not there to protect the Constitution. They're there to protect the institutions and they're scapegoating us and going after us and targeting people for their politics um another caller earlier wanted me to make mention the gavin newsom's aunt is nancy pelosi yeah i think a lot of people uh know that by now by the way um pelosi owns piatti's 30 to 40 percent of san diego restaurants will not reopen if piatti's reopens in la jolla shores um just fyi Decide for yourself if you want to participate, partake in a meal at Nancy Pelosi's restaurant, Piatti's. 
uh, La Jolla Shores. I'm um, speaking of Newsom today. Food supply chain is is struggling. Restaurants have been shut down. He decided last week that he was going to take the restaurants that he sees control over by shutting them down and use them for his own uh, his own agenda, which was to feed seniors. Today, he announced that he was going to he was going to take all the crops, all the produce, and everything that farmers out there. He's like these farmers don't have any customers. There's no demand. So, you know, we're going to take all their produce. We're going to take all of their their um, food, and we're going to uh, supply the food banks because, you know what, food banks have a lot of need. Yeah, food banks are, are have a lot of demand, a lot of customers, because you shut down the businesses, and now you're using those businesses to supply food to the food banks. We're not stupid. Communist. See you all tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Yeah.